uh, one of the planning attorneys that works with our representatives all across the country and uh, just pro provides a great service uh, as, a, as a technician and an advocate uh, for our representatives, for their nonprofit organizations and their donors. So, uh, Bill, we're, we're honored to have you, and thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. In a recent TED Talk, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates were interviewed, and um, and she had a quote. I, I was to say this. She said, "If you put your brains and, and assets behind philanthropy, you can change the world." She's talking about uh, finding something. Um, to, to do some some charitable uh, some charitable cause and just going after it and that's that's you know part of you know what I want to talk about today is, is the charitable deduction uh, you know what is the charitable deduction you know why does the government allow gifts to charity to be deducted from taxes well for some argue for it's for better some for worse but our, our government tax code does include social engineering to various levels. And one of the things that's been a long-standing tradition in our income tax law is that it encourages philanthropy and, and supporting charitable organizations. So we get a deduction for dollars that we give to charity, certain to various subject to certain various limitations. Yeah, one of the thing, one of the points that they made in their talk was that, um, that, that every person can find their own little cause, and you know, it, you know, it may be completely crazy to you. And not worthwhile for the government, but there are causes that somebody can can find, and they can go after it and tackle that cause and and solve some problem that that they see, um, and and that's that's the basis of you know kind of what we're talking about here is is the government does allow that they encourage that um, they only have so much money that they have to to do social good, so that's what nonprofits come in and fill that gap, uh, but but there obviously has to be limits, right? So. So for for me to give a gift or anyone to give a gift to a nonprofit organization and, and to, to deduct that from my income taxes, what is required? Uh, so, what, so what's required for a charitable gift to be deductible? Sure. So there, there we we make gifts all the time. Uh, I make birthday gifts, and graduation gifts, and wedding gifts, and, and uh, gifts to church and gifts. So we give gifts to lots of different people, and lots of different organizations, but not all of them qualify. For a deduction for income tax purposes, the idea of the deduction being that if I give ten dollars to a qualified recipient, I get to exclude from my income ten dollars, and if I'm in a twenty-five percent tax bracket, that should save me two dollars and fifty cents in, in income taxes. So, what's qualified for the gift to fall into this, the criteria to get a, a deduction on your taxes, is it has to be a, a gift to, uh, to a qualified organization, one that's recognized as exempt under uh, Section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue Code. Okay, so so what are some examples of, of that? I mean, examples of that, you'll have, uh, there are a lot of different nonprofit organizations out there, um, but not all nonprofits are what we'd call charities. Uh, nonprofit means it's an organization that's not designed to make, make profits for anybody particularly involved, and most of them will be exempt from taxes, but there's a subset that, uh, that are these 501c3 charities and that will include things that are public charities like churches and schools and hospitals. And it will also include uh, some some organizations that we would call supporting organizations that exist solely to support a recognized public charity. And it will also include other another subset that we, we call private foundations. A lot of that's when you have 
uh, you know, big family money behind something that's named after them as a family legacy sort of thing. So those, all three of those sorts of things will qualify for a charitable deduction at various levels. Okay. Well, how is the charitable deduction calculated? So charitable deduction, you, you start from the premise that, uh, that if you're giving an asset to charity, the, the, the initial premise, and it gets very complicated, <laughs> that we won't get into today, but, but the initial premise is that you're entitled to a deduction for whatever you give to charity, to a qualified charity based upon its fair market value. Um, there are different rules that apply depending on whether you get to use fair market value, depending on your relationship with the organization. But for the most part, where most of us are writing checks or giving assets in kind to organizations that we're not controlling. And therefore, we start from the premise that we get our fair market value base to start with, and we get to deduct that from our taxes up to a certain percentage of our adjusted gross income. Okay. What, what, can you differentiate uh, between a deduction for income tax and a deduction for estate tax? Sure. Uh, so in income taxes, it can get quite complicated. Uh, the, the deduction you get depends on the type of asset you give, the type of charity you give it to, and, and the interplay. And so I can, most of my gifts to charities would probably be to public charities, what we call public charities, churches, synagogues, uh, again, schools, hospitals, boys and girls club, uh, local YMCA, those sorts of things. And so I can deduct those up to 50% of my adjusted gross income for that year. And if I can't use, if I'm so generous that I, in any given year that I can't use all of those deductions, I get to carry them over for up to five more years. Now, if I give to a private foundation, my deduction will be limited to 30% of my adjusted gross income. And there are other factors that come into play that can lower those percentages if I'm giving a capital asset versus cash, for example. So it's very complicated, but so a lot of rules and, and when I make some presentations specifically on income tax, I kind of refer to it as a hurdler, and you have to hurt, uh, running a race, and you have to go over all these different hurdles to try to get to your deduction, and uh, these can knock out various parts of your deduction as you go along. The estate tax is much simpler; <laughs> it has to be a qualified organization. And you don't have what we call the all of what we call these percentage limitation rules. It's, you get a fair market value deduction for what you leave to a charity at death, and it, it just it reduces the value of your estate at 100 percent. So in theory, if I have a a million dollar estate, and I give it all to charity. My my estate for any kind of tax purposes is zero dollars. Okay, great. Well, let, let me go back to income tax real quick because uh, and just see see if I'm understanding. So, just generally, I know there's a lot of exceptions, but just generally, let's say someone um, earns a hundred thousand dollars in a year, so income, and so they give away ten thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. That that doesn't mean that. If their income tax from that $100,000 is $25,000, that doesn't mean that the $10,000 gift reduces their income tax, $10,000, from 25 to 15. It's, it, in essence, again, very generally, it, 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 are you saying that it goes from their income goes from $100,000 maybe down to $90,000, and the tax is, is taken on the $90,000? Right. That'd be a very general. Right. <laughs> so a charitable donation is not a dollar-for-dollar dollar reduction in your taxes. It's a dollar-for-dollar dollar reduction in your taxable income. Okay. And yeah. so, so therefore, your actual in-pocket savings for any charitable deduction is a function of whatever your top marginal income tax rate is. Okay. All right. That that, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Um, which is very similar to the estate tax. Uh, it, it reduces the amount of the estate. Right. Or whatever you gave to, to. Right. So in an estate, for example, if you died and you had uh, six point three four million dollars in 2014. 
you have an exemption amount of 5.34 million. So if you gave a million away to charity in that case, well, in that estate you'd have a that estate tax would be four four hundred thousand dollars, or yeah, four hundred thousand dollars because you had a million too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, one way to reduce that is to to make a charitable donation. Well, you can't give away four hundred thousand dollars to escape the tax. You'd have to give away the whole million that's taxed. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Well, well, yeah. I think everyone understands if you write a check that you get a charitable deduction. What What are some other ways that you could get a charitable deduction? You can give uh, in kind resources. So, uh, uh, you know, if you're, uh, businesses will give in kind donations all the time to uh, to different charities. I could. You, you, what you can't give is time. Uh, I, as an attorney, cannot donate my time and consider that a charitable donation to a char- to a charity. I'm also not counting that as in, you know any income from what I would have been paid for that time either. But uh, so you can't don- deduct time. But in kind donations. So in kind just refers to something that's not cash, uh, and you can give anything resources. A lot of us do this when we're, uh, you know, cleaning out our closets of those clothes. We have closets full of nothing to wear in this country, <laughs> and so when we clean those out and take them to the Goodwill or the Salvation Army, those are in-kind donations. You get a charitable deduction based on what the fair market value of those used clothing items are. So that's another example. Great, great. Well, as, as nonprofit people, um, as we are thinking about the charitable deduction, uh, a lot of times seems like we, we may get ruled by that charitable deduction. In, in other words, we, we really focus on what is the charitable deduction of something. Can you just speak to that as far as your experience with donors and, and how they view the charitable deduction? Sure, you can give me one of my soapboxes here. I, won't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Jump up there. Let's so, well, you know, I, I, have a, I have a belief that we ought to give to the need. And I think, unfortunately, too often in this country, we're, we're trained to give to the deduction. Mm-hmm. I have actually encountered people in life who would not make a donation to something they saw as a need because there was not a charitable deduction available for it. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm a big believer in making the most tax-efficient and effective, leveraged, most leveraged gift you can. So if there is a charitable deduction that can be taken for something you're giving to, by all means, do it. <laughs> right, right. So, But I also don't think – I think the philanthropic streak runs strong in, in our citizens here. I would love to see it run stronger. I'd love to see that uh, – that we're reporting that it's not just about 2.4% or so of, of income being given to charity in this country. I'd, I'd love to see it 10%. Imagine if we could quadruple the amount going to charity instantaneously if everybody thought they should give 10% to charity. But, but uh, there's a strong philanthropic streak in this country. We, we don't give just for the tax implications. But we do need to be conversant in the, in the tax issues because we do encounter those who are looking for the tax deduction. And I also think to the extent I can help somebody save more money in their income taxes by making a gift that they might have made anyway, I've just enabled them to give even more. Good point. Good point. Well, great. Well, Bill, thank you for your time. Very, 